Hello everyone, and in today's episode, I'm joined with Brooklyn, and and Brooklyn's going to be speaking about um like um um like how her like like her pain started with with, with everything, and like um to see what diagnosis could, um could hopefully come across the pain. So Brooklyn, if you could just start, maybe when um. Brooklyn, um, like w- w- when all this like pain like come about. Yeah. So basically, what happened was it was October the fourth, uh, last year. Um, I woke up with some stomach pain. I uh, didn't really think anything of it, and then sort of as time went on, you know, it got it got worse and um, more symptoms come about. Um, that were different for me. Um, I went to my doctor's surgery um and they were like oh it could just be like a problem of your appendix just see how it goes and um you know just come back if there was any problems and then um that I kind of went home and just dealt with it took paracetamol everything like that and then um you know as weeks and that went on it weren't going away and I thought well there's something a bit not right here um I went to college as normal um and then I actually ended up in A and E, um, like that day, really. Um, so that would have been yeah. about a year ago. Uh, now as well, really. Um, ended up in A and E, and they, you know, they kind of said, "Well, we'll do like an ultrasound, just see if there's anything wrong." But at the time, no one really thought anything of it. You know, no one really thought it was anything too bad. And I just went on as it was. I mean, had the ultrasound and. Um, they didn't find anything so they were like well it could just it, it must just be like grumbling appendix or something which is um you know yeah. not yeah. as bad it would go but um yeah obviously it hasn't but yeah yeah like 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 how long would you say maybe like the pain has like been going about um so since that day really i mean since it all started it was kind of a gradual a gradual thing there were days where i'm not in pain and things like that but but now it obviously as it's got worse there's not really a day that i'm not without some degree of pain um which is a bit a bit naff but hey it's all right um but yeah so it's basically been going on for the whole time really there's not um a day where i'm not in pain um yeah. Yeah, and is that pain like? Where would you say it's like base? Is that base like in the stomach area? Uh, so yeah, for me, my pain um starts on my right right hand side, like lower right hand side, so right by my appendix, and it's um like a sharp burning kind of pain. Um, yeah, it doesn't really go anywhere else. It kind of stays there, but if it does, then it'll be right lower, like my lower stomach area. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know I know exactly what you mean because I know when when I was uh like long time ago now it was like near when I got diagnosed with Crohn's it, I didn't know I had it at this point it was just like beforehand on the lead up to getting diagnosed with it and I I did feel it it was like a burning pain and it was like um it, it did go in it goes worse some days some days it it wasn't but. You can't. You couldn't really do anything about it. It's it's not nice. And then uh, sometimes it did feel like a bit um like a, a stabbing as well. Yeah. But it, that's, that isn't 
That's nice. But l- like um like with the pain, do you like take anything for it? Um I well I took like paracetamol and things like that, but nothing really works. It's I've got quite a high pain threshold as well, so um perhaps what I would say on the pain scale is like a seven would be someone else's like twelve, you know. So my yeah. if I'm in pain then I'm generally in quite a lot of pain. So um the only thing that kinda works is like the stuff they give you in hospital really. So there's not much I can do if I'm at home. I just sort of get on with it but um and also like the doctors have told me not to take any ibuprofen or any uh anti inflammatories, you know, so I'm sort of stuck with paracetamol um at the moment but I'm quite good with pain, but no, I don't really take anything um, because nothing really works, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I know what you mean because, like, um, like you can't really do anything when it's that it's hurting that bad, and like, uh, like a lot. What I always did is I got a hot water bottle and I put it over where the pain was, and although it probably didn't do anything it, it's, the pain was still there but maybe it just w- made it a bit uh better maybe maybe couldn't feel it a little bit but yeah but that's what i did that isn't um like like with the pain it did, did you find is there like anything that takes your mind off it um well when i'm in like loads of pain then i'll just come and lay in bed and maybe watch some TV and that, but ultimately, whatever you do, like, the pain's still going to be there anyway, but I try and, I try and sort of forget about it, if that makes sense, so sometimes I'll go out for, um, like, a run or something like that, obviously, I'm in a wheelchair, so I don't go out for an actual run, but I do my equivalent, you know, and sometimes that helps me just to forget about it for a bit, you know, it still hurts, and it hurts while I'm doing it, but it, it just helps with that mental, like, block, so I try and just forget about it a bit, um yeah yeah and and uh like like if just what maybe want to explain because i remember you saying that like you have like an appointment coming up for like to see about it yeah so um i finally managed to get a um, gastro appointment um and i had that on um thursday this this week so thursday just gone um And that, that was actually quite a good appointment for me because I'd been waiting for it for a while, you know. I mm. I got referred back in, uh, like, April, I think. So back in April, but the waiting list was so, so long. Um, and I ended up actually swapping hospitals. Um, so I swapped from the main hospital to a, like, NHS private one. So the waiting list wasn't as um, long for that. So I ended up getting my appointment Thursday. Um and actually the gastro he listened to all my symptoms basically because it was on the telephone rather than going to see him because of covid so it was on the phone and um he listened to all my symptoms and everything and kind of came up with a plan and said you know that i'll be having a colonoscopy in november um and to be fair he wasn't quite sure like what my uh diagnosis would be like obviously over the phone and that until i've had that so it's quite hard for me to sort of know know what's going to happen um yeah. in the coming you know weeks months whatever but yeah that's kind of the big things that happened at the appointment um obviously he did mention um he said 
the most symptoms could be down to um, IBD, which is obviously what I was expecting anyway, because I'd had um, stool samples done at my GP. Um, and he sort of, uh, obviously they did them, um, and there was inflammation present. It wasn't a high amount though, which is why the gastro is a bit confused, because obviously if you've got IBD, then the numbers would be sky high, presumably. Um, and I think mine, mine were over the, um, you know, like limit, but they weren't severely over. So it's not definitive what's kind of causing my symptoms at the moment. Yeah. Um, which is a bit annoying for me because obviously I want to know what's going on and how I can help myself. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it, you will end up finding like well, what is like causing all this and like not nice but like like with um like getting an appointment that is quite hard to get because like a, I, I actually remember fighting to get um appointment to get officially diagnosed and see what was going on with me because I, I, I at the time I didn't know what was happening but I was lost, I lost quite a lot of the way as well as well as yeah. the pain and and down the line I did get an appointment for a, like a, a kind of lot of pee like what you could have and then from yeah. there basically in the room I heard them say that you've got Crohn's and of course at the time I didn't know what that was but I kind of got it on the day I went for it but it, like it's everyone different like you may be yeah. two weeks three weeks down the line but that's uh hopefully it is sooner rather than later yeah definitely because as you as you've pointed out there you know with your weight loss i mean i've lost a ton of weight um almost almost probably six or seven stone um in the year obviously which is quite dramatic because quite a lot and i haven't been trying you know so this is not something that i've done to myself it's not for a diet or anything like that it's just happened um and obviously that, that can make you feel pretty um upset you know in yourself because you just look really sick and people notice it and they're like oh you've lost loads of weight and how did you lose all that and can you tell me the secrets and that but for somebody like us you know that's not that's not helpful sometimes because we don't want to look like this and it's quite hard mentally you know to um deal with all these symptoms and you know there's a lot of other symptoms that i go through that people don't understand really yeah yeah that, that, that's it a lot of people don't unless maybe they have have the same symptoms as you or maybe they can relate but it's a uh, is like until you properly know what's going on um and like like even when you do find out like what's going on maybe it's crohn's maybe it's colitis but like the people won't understand but they can try to understand like yeah you can teach them you can tell them what your symptoms are but they won't really understand until like like they have it definitely yeah that's correct yeah and like how you how, how are you feeling about having the kind of loss of pee next month i'm a little bit um obviously nervous about it as i think you'd naturally would be i mean mm-hmm all throughout this like year you know I've been sort of researching quite a lot of things and stuff like that as you would if you were going through the same thing and 
you know, family members that I know, like, have got um, IBD, so they've been telling me a few things, and, you know, so I think I'm feeling a bit more nervous now than what I was at the start. I think perhaps I was a bit more, like, in denial, you know, like, at the start, I was like, oh, it's not going to be that, you know, it'll be something simple, and I won't need that, and this, and, but I think as it's sort of coming a bit more real, you know, I'm I'm getting a bit more nervous about it, and thinking about it a bit more now and what it might mean for me in the future you know whether they find anything or not because obviously if they don't find anything then it could be you know in some ways a good thing but obviously it's not really a good thing if there's no reasoning for everything that's going on yeah and obviously if I'm sick then it's going to be just as bad really isn't it you know yeah it's, it's quite hard. Yeah, because yeah, you don't know it. Like you never know. It might not be IBD. IBD. It might be someone else. But like you hope, maybe is like maybe not because although there are like um, IBD is quite um, it's, it's not nice. But like like if you do get it, like like if you do have it, and you just um, it, it will be alright. But but with yeah, but with, with actually having a kind of lost the pee from my experience, it is it is um it's not it's not nice. Let's just put it that way. It's not nice. But uh, when I had it, I was empty anyway. Like they, they you drink the drink to empty your insides. Yeah. But I was empty anyway because at the time I wasn't eating anything and I was all lost weight as well. But like I say, the for me the drink is worse than the actual yeah. having it done. Even though having it done isn't nice, but it's I don't think having it done doesn't take too long. But no. the drink isn't like nice. But once you're out of that room and like you've had it all done, you'll feel much better, and hopefully there'll be some sort of answers. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all I want, really. You know, it's got to the point that it's a year now, and I'm, you know, I'm getting a little bit like fed up about it all, and a bit more upset about it all as it goes on. You know, because my symptoms are just escalating. You know, there's no, they're not getting better, really. It's just silly, um, to be honest. But no, I'm getting through it. Um, all right, as such. Um, just like going about my normal day really and trying to not let it impede on me too much but you know like there's the fatigue to deal with that's obviously different to how I was before and all the you know the toilet visits and everything like that you know that's another thing to sort of factor in and then just the general pain as well you know all these things they do kind of get to you you know whatever you're doing in your daily life so before we came on you know we were talking about college and you know even going to college is tricky you know I'll still go because I like going and it's important but you know there's been times last year when this all kicked off that they'd had to call an ambulance you know I'd had to go up to hospital from college so anything I do you know there's it's not the same as it was before really yeah and like because of like your fatigue as you as you mentioned that um, like, how would you like kind of explain maybe the difference between like what your fatigue was and maybe what it is now? 
so before this happened I was um I was quite fit as well you know I was going to the gym and all these things I was very um awake and you know I never really got tired to be fair I was always very um I don't know like willing to do everything and I'd come home from college and I could go out with friends and I could do a lot of things and you know I could stay up for hours but now the way I think I'd explain it to somebody that perhaps didn't know what it feels like is it can just be like a switch you know you can have loads of energy and then suddenly someone can just turn the switch and you won't be able to do anything so for me that might mean that I get a bit more fun um you know I start to get quite forgetful um and ultimately the I just need to go to sleep yeah and it was never really like that um I was always quite an active person and but this is totally out of out of character for me really um but I think as I've got gone on you know I've found where I sort of get over the fatigue so I think it's just my body sort of telling me to slow down a bit if that makes sense it's like um I can still do what I want to do so obviously at the moment um I'm actually doing a um mile every day you know um to raise a bit of money for some charities which I guess we can come on later come on to later but um you know so I'm still able to get out and do what I want to do you know I'm able to go on days out but I just need to make sure that I have a good night's sleep and I rest if I need to and not try and push for it because it can cause other problems if you try and do that. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not, I'm not like fatigue, as which I don't think many people can understand because like we all get fatigue, even if not like you don't have anything like health issues or anything like IBD. But like, like for me, let's say I go to college because I've just started, just gone back really. And then I come home after a very long day and like a normal person wouldn't go to sleep when they get in or have a nap. Like not normal person because um, we don't know what normal is anymore, do we? <laughs> um, um, but um, like I'll go go to sleep. Like I'll be too tired. I'll, 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 I'll maybe, uh, like maybe I'm on my PlayStation. I'll, 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 I want to complete this, but I can't. Or maybe I'm Netflix. But... I just like I'll just go to sleep for maybe a bit, maybe an hour, and then it's just like where I never used to like 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 you like, like you said like um I was active as well I was I like my football I like playing football, it, it, even last year when um I was still doing PE at college, um I I had to sit out because we were doing we were doing like a little football tournament and I had to say to the teacher I've got to sit out or I'm gonna fall asleep, like I was that tired mm-hmm. I could have fallen asleep in the hole. Because I, yeah, no, yeah. I get you. Like, I, there's been instances of that for me as well. You know, like I've, I've been sitting in a lesson and I just you find yourself nodding off, and it's not because I'm bored or inspired. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not me. You know, that's not that's not me. It's something else making yeah. me feel like this. And like you explained about your PlayStation or you know games console. That's I would used to be able to do that. You know, I'd come in and I'd go straight on my PlayStation. And I'd be able to speak to friends and everything like that. But now, I just even if I lay in bed, I don't have to necessarily fall asleep, but just lay, just lay in bed, like just lay still. And sometimes that helps, and sometimes you do need a full-blown hour sleep kind of thing. It varies, yeah. you know, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it depends. It, it, even like if you're just sitting around at home, maybe, and um, 
you're not doing anything, um, that can make you tired yeah. as well. Yeah, that's a good point, and that's that's why I try and keep up my level of fitness that I sort of had before. You know, there's days where I physically can't do it, and obviously because I'm going for a bit of a I don't know if you can really call it a flare-up because I don't think I'm ever really out of it, but I'm going through a bit of a rough time with my symptoms and, you know, I'm, there's days where I just can't get out, but I try my hardest to do some form of exercise in the house, whether it be a weights workout or going out for the mile, like I said, just trying to get out because if you stay indoors, then it's not it's not very good for you. That's how I sort of see it. Unless, of course, you can't do that because like I said, there is days where I just can't. Um, but normally I try and just break the cycle a bit just to make sure that I'm getting fresh air. And, you know, especially with this COVID thing as well, I think it's important to get out because obviously places are going into like the local lockdowns and stuff, like where I am. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen next with it all. So we need to make sure that we can get out and, you know, where we can kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's all getting a bit like hectic for like with coronavirus as well, isn't it? Like there's like lots of new rules, like restrictions, but um, it's it's just like like for, like it is hard like with the, the whole coronavirus as well. Yeah, definitely, that does add an element of um, you know, uncertainty, and it it messes up appointments and stuff like that. As obviously I've seen, you know, my appointments have changed and college is changed you know it's it's just changed everything really but um it could be much worse you know um yeah. it could it, be much much worse okay yeah it could, it, could, it could be worse it could be like like um like much worse like it's not like the it's um it's hard but like i think if you speak to people and you still go out for go out for at least a walk Maybe each day, that is that's that good and good form of exercise as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and also like um, you were saying about like you you was raising money, like isn't it? Each day you were raising money. For yeah. Him? So oh. basically, um, what I was doing is um, like I said, because I was very active in that before. Um, I like to keep that up. So for me, um, I mean when this all kicked off with coronavirus, I um, I went out and I did, um, what was it? I think I did a half marathon or something throughout the space of two weeks. I did that all in my wheelchair. Um, so that's 13, roughly 13 miles. I did that all in my wheelchair and I raised about 576 pounds, I think for the NHS. And obviously that's when I was, quite good you know and then I wanted to try and carry that on so I thought because I hadn't been doing very well and obviously I started up my Instagram um, purely because of uh, my issues I wanted to try and help other people um, because that gave me a bit of you know um, happiness and you know other people did help me on Instagram so I thought I'd give back to people and um, so what I've been doing is I've been doing a at least a mile a day um, for Crohn's and Clutch UK and Guts UK, which are the two charities that have helped me um, through all this stuff I was going through and everything. Um, so basically, 
yeah, it's at least a mile a day through the whole of October till the 31st. Um, but I've done like one mile, two miles, you know, I've done a various different um, distances, just as long as I get out every day and at least do a mile, then that's, that's basically what the challenge is. And I set that myself. Um, yeah, that's something I enjoy doing, so. Yeah, that's a, um, a really good idea, like, like, um, like to raise money as well. So I think it is, um, although like you've got, you've got lots of people out there raising money, like for Crown to Cards UK or, and, and different charities too. It is good because like um, they were, I think Crown to Cards UK and other charities too, but they've been struggling as well because of like the pandemic yeah. and losing a lot of money as well. So it's good that you're doing that. Yeah, I think that was a very important thing to do. Um, like I said, I've done a few different, charities I've fundraised for a few different charities since um the start of the year. Um that's something I enjoy doing and obviously I enjoy getting out and doing exercise as well. So you can bind the two things together and that's that's perfect for me. Um but yeah I I wanted to give something back to people that had helped me out and obviously both of the charities have been helping me out quite a lot recently because of my appointment and everything I needed a bit of advice and um, you know, so I thought it'd be nice to give back to them, and I think um, I've nearly raised two hundred pounds. I think I'm one hundred and ninety-five or something like that. Um, but obviously, I'm going to split it down the middle. So once I get to the two hundred pound mark, that'll be a hundred pound for each charity. So that'll be pretty cool if I could um, reach that reach that target, really. So uh, like, um, what, how, how much are you at now? At the moment, uh, 190 pounds, I think, and I've done um, what's my mile total? So I'm on about 20, 21 miles I've done so far. So, and that's in um, what date are we on today? I don't know what the date is, but the 18th. So that's in 18 days, and um, I've done that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm doing pretty well at the moment. Yeah, that's uh, that, that is um, a really good idea as well. And uh, I'm sure you will get to your um, your, your um, target because uh, there's only ten pound from from. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really hope I do get to that. Yeah, and, and you said deadlines like end of the month, so you, you think you've got plenty of time. You might not. You might even yeah, go exactly. up. You might even go up, over. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, and and like uh, another thing I want I wanted to talk about um Brooklyn was um like um I I, I remember you saying uh. Um, that you did um, like some work experience at like Marketfield School, um, so if you just want to maybe talk oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, so basically, um, my high school, um, we in year ten, I think. So when you got to year ten, uh, I don't think they do it anymore. Had work experience, so two weeks work experience, um, and I was doing health and social care at the time, so at school as one of my like, subjects and obviously with that they said you have to find either a school or um, um, like a medical kind of place you know like a hospital or care home or something like that um, and I at the time you know I really well I still do I really wanted to go to market fields um, to do my work experience because obviously having a disability myself because um, I've got several causes so um, that's like a brain um, I don't know what you call it, like brain damage or such, when I was born. 
um, into a miniature. So I, I feel like going to um, a special needs school, um, you know, that I have that connection with some of you know the kids really, whether it be on a physical level or just an understanding of what it feels like to have a disability. Um, so anyway, my school kindly um, got me the two weeks um, at Markfields and um, I was really, really happy. Obviously, I had to go and um, have like a kind of interview thing with um, Gary Smith, um, yeah. which obviously he was on one of your podcasts. Um, so I had to have an interview with him and um, from the start, you know, it made me feel so welcome there and um, just I was going there for two weeks, obviously, to have help out um, yeah. and I was made to feel so welcome and if I remember correctly I was um, with Olive class I think so they were like younger younger okay. children um, and they all had autism I think which obviously yeah. my two of my cousins have got autism so I kind of understood um, what it is and how it can affect different people and you know I, the class that I was in they were varied in age and varied in um you know how severely affected they were and i really enjoyed my time there and um i didn't really want it to end to be honest yeah so so like how how, how long ago um would you say you, you did that like you was there so i was in year 10 so that would have been maybe four years ago um i think um yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I really enjoyed it and the opportunity was amazing. Um, yeah. Just to go and see how good their school was and everything like that. Because obviously, I went to a mainstream secondary school and, um, you know, I'm okay from like a learning point of view, but I wouldn't say I got treated very good at the school that I was at. Um, just yeah. from bullying and, you know, things like that. And so to see the way that they dealt with... Um, everything there it was just perfect you know yeah um yeah. there was no bullying or the teachers understood everybody which is obviously something that i struggled you know with um at my school i was never really understood too much and um you know like i said i got picked on from the the year seven to year 11 so the whole duration um but yeah, to go somewhere like that—that that was um, eye-opening. You know, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, like it's hard to fight to get into like a special school like Marketfield because it takes a lot of effort and like like, like me, I, I I was there from year eight, um, so I, it was it was really good there. Like like, like you, um, I had a bad experience at uh, like a, a um another school which. It wasn't too good, but like they do understand the quite a lot. Very good thing to there, like like especially like with your your need to that um like lot of autism and 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 everything, and they do understand. So they're quite good, I think. So yeah, um, definitely. yeah, yeah, they are um good, and it's good that like you had a good time there because um they're, they're very nice there. Yeah, and if I can remember correctly as well, um, I think I went during sports day. Um, you know, there was it was a sports day, um, oh. so I had to help out. You know, with the sports day and things like that. And that. it was just like I said, it was just an amazing 
um, thing to be involved in, you know, just to see the kids so happy and everything. And, um, you know, that's something that perhaps I wouldn't have seen somewhere else, you know. I think the school is amazing in what they do. And, um, yeah, it was just, like I said, so an amazing thing to to be part of and I really really enjoyed it and I mean the school that I, I was at you know they don't do um, that work experience anymore so I was the last year to be able to do something like that so yeah, yeah it's crazy really yeah that's that is a really good and like um I, I uh, when I do see um Gary Smith again I will say to him uh on my podcast I had um Brooklyn, um, she, um, she, was, uh, she did work sprint at Marketfield a couple of years yeah, ago. Exactly. I, yeah, so it's, um, I, I'll mention it to him and see if he remembers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So Brooklyn, um, I think, um, I think we're we're pretty much done here because we 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 covered quite a lot. I think. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, definitely yeah. we've covered most of the things that. I think the important things um, that we should have covered and obviously, you know, this might help somebody a bit like myself that's kind of going through, um, you know, the diagnosis period and obviously yeah. um, might help some people, you know, how to deal with some yeah. of the things and yeah. like I said, getting out and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, I think this has been a really good um, thing to be part of. Um, yeah. uh, thank you for letting me come on. Yeah, that is, uh, it's, it's been really fun. And and I think um, that I could continue with uh like coping each day and and um and, and especially with your like raising money as well because that, that is really good especially like if you're still in pain and you're still doing that mole each day. That's really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like I said. That's what sort of helps me get through it in a way. So I just need to make sure that I don't make it any worse. But yeah, no, it's. Yeah, I'll carry on doing it, and I might even carry it on like November and that. You know, I might not stop. Um, but yeah, my challenge will be going till the thirty first. So yeah. there's plenty of time if people want to donate. And obviously, um, yeah, it's the donation link and stuff is on my uh, Instagram bio. So if anyone wants to check it out, then that's that's fine. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that on your podcast, but no, uh, uh, that's all fine. That's all fine. And then, um, like, uh, if you send me, like, um, like, like your link to it, I can, I'll be happy to share it, and and more people can donate to it. That would be perfect. Thank you, buddy. Cheers. So, is there like anything else you want to say about like, um, anything, Brooklyn? Um, I don't really think so. I think I've covered most of the things um, I wanted to cover, and obviously, um. I think a lot of people might learn from some of the things that we've both said, you know. Um, but probably the main thing I'd say that if anyone's going through anything like this, um, then just try and stay positive, however hard it, it you know. Um, never sort of hold uh, how you feel either. And I mean, there might be people that don't understand, like most of my friends, you know, they've struggled to understand why I can't go out or why I look okay, um, you know, one day and not the next or whatever. But I think you just have to find a group of people that do understand and just try and stay positive about everything and you should you should be fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's the best way to be and 
like I think uh, like like it's a good it's a good um, episode like this because um like 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 like, like because yourself and uh, as you say it help it can help other people who are currently not got a diagnosis which is can which is um good although it's not good that you haven't got a diagnosis but it's good that you're yeah. talking about it. Yeah, definitely, because you don't see many podcasts where people are, you know, uh, undiagnosed, if you like. You know, most of the podcasts you see on like, Spotify or whatever, they all feature people that have got a diagnosis, and I think there's not many people that speak out while going through it. So I think this is quite an important uh, episode, you know, just yeah. so other people know what it feels like, and, you know, definitely just go and get help or something if you if you experience any of these symptoms that are not normal for you, because if you leave it too long, then it can definitely get worse. And, um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is a, a good episode and yeah. yeah. Thanks for, thanks for letting me share my story so far and everything like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You to that. yeah it's, it's been, it's been a really good chat and, and, I, and, 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 uh, it's been, it's been really good hearing about like uh, everything that you've been through as well. And, uh, everything you're doing. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Yeah. So uh, have have a good day, I'm um, Brooklyn, and uh, it's been very nice talking to you. You too, Mason. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you.